Hello Internet, it's the 22nd of November 2022 and this is the Game Engine Start Podcast. My name's Ewan. My name's Callum. I totally wasn't just checking that it is actually still the end of November. It is still the end of November. I was about, I was about, I was about to call you out and I was like, it can't be the end of November. No, is, 100%. It's the end of November. Um, yeah. Not end of November enough for Netflix to drop every Christmas movie ever, as we discovered just before I went to, went to Oh, is there, is there a... Is there a big Xmas drop? It's a own carousel on... on Netflix at the minute. Is like here's all of the stuff, and they all have different permutations oh, of God. the word Christmas in them. I'm um, not ready for the Christmas dump. It's no, not. <laughs> it's the Christmas dump. Um, like the, the, the specifically the Netflix Christmas dump. Like that's yeah. a different Christmas dump. Although, as I sit here recording with a hat and gloves on, then yeah, it's pretty cold out there. So you know, it's, yeah, it's pretty cold. It's pretty cold and. Um, energy is at a premium in this con- godforsaken country, so you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it is a, it is approaching December time, which is kind of scary. And uh, apparently, what happens as it approaches December time is everyone decides to release a fucking video game. Um, after having yeah, not I suddenly done any, have like tons of video games yep, to play. I have a yeah. backlog of stuff I've put like one or yeah. two hours into. It's like I need to get back to this and just haven't. Um. The only one that I think actually has been that I've actually put some time into, as, as well as the main one that we're going to talk about, was um, I put a bunch of time into Signalis, which is a game I've talked about quite a lot. Oh God, on yeah. here, um, which again came out two weeks ago from time recording. Best, I think best game ever that people wouldn't shut the fuck up about yeah, Signalis. So but. it came out two weeks ago, and it was one of those things where like I'd followed that game for so long on Twitter and like hyped up in my own head so much that I was like kind of scared to actually start playing it because i was yeah, like oh what yeah. if this is terrible um it's not it's it's really really good it's it's exactly what it looked like it was going to be so it's a um ps1 aesthetic survival horror game very much influenced by your classic resident evils so like you have a um like your health bar is a is an ecg monitor you have six inventory slots um, and that's it. You have a box you can put oh, stuff into. Oh, it's that level of old school. Yeah. Right? Okay. Also on top of that, like the save points are a screen you go up to and the screen flashes red and makes a noise. Like it's mm. it's also old Silent Hill at the same time. Um, but it's really good. Like uh, aesthetically, it does so much with that PS1 style and it just goes above and beyond where it's like, what if... So it's like Team of Two from... No, it's not a team of two. It's a team of a team mainly of two from I want to say Germany. I think that's right. I'm just going to read a very quick. Put I can't look this up while you. Rose talking Engine about it. is the name of the developer, <laughs> um, and it's uh, yeah, it's what if uh, the aesthetic I can describe is what if Evangelion was German, um, where it's got a lot of the kind of <laughs> yeah ha- Hamburg Germany. There you go. Thank the... you. Um, so a lot of the visual kind of touch points are very evangelian in terms of like computer screens and like um mechanical design and that kind of stuff to the point where like the and especially the survival horror parts of it evoke a lot of like the later episodes of evangelian as shinji starts to have a mental breakdown where it's like flashes Mm. of stuff and big text and like it it takes a lot of that emulation as well um and it's just really good it's in terms of gameplay like it's very much doing like it it's it's old school Resident Evil. It's like you have a button to pull out your gun and aim. It's left trigger, right trigger stuff. Um, third person, I should also say, with like fixed camera angles. 
Um, except there are some sections that are in first person, but they're mainly like exploratory sections or like UI interaction sections. Um, and you're like, you're finding keys and weird objects to put in doors. You're, tra- you're tracing around a map to get items. You're kind of... Are you finding sigils to put into statues to open not, doors or is it... It's not as abstract as that. Like at least the items right. here kind of make sense. Except for one instance where I was like, you found like a, uh, like a uh, magnetic tape that was broken and it was like you need to fix this magnetic tape to be able to read what's on it and you fix it by duct taping the tape or you start using like adhesive tape and i'm like i don't think that's not how that works but it's better than like i'm going to put this rat's face in this wooden thing and it's going to open this door like it it makes more sense than that at least um but yeah it's really good like audio is really good visually just astounding um it's it's not quite horror it's more kind of like it's not even particularly psychological at the minute. A lot of it is kind of like implied horror about what's actually happening as opposed to like jump scares, but not even like to the level. I was going to say, how, how scary is it? Like, can I play it? Yeah, I can't totally. play horror it's, games. It's more but... of a, it's, it's, it's kind of not a horror game. It's a sci-fi thriller more than anything else with right, the, okay. the implied horror. So the, the, the initial part of the story, and this is not spoilers, this is like the first five minutes of the game. There are, it takes elements of near automata as well in terms of narrative where there are it's only narrative don't worry about it the game it's the game's actually really good as opposed to near automata the so you've got um it's on a like a mining station um on a on a um different planet and the situation appears to be that there are humans and there are uh, androids based on the what appears to be like the mental patterns of that human which are called gestalts so yeah, sorry. You have the human, which That's are a called, really yeah. You have humans, which are gestalts, yeah. and you have the androids made from That's them. That's a very which are even replica. name. Yeah, yeah, replicas with a K. Um, and the story is basically tracking. Is that not just like soma? Is like it's a good bits of that as well. A lot of it is right. like who's human, who's not human. What does that mean? But a lot of it is also like so. And then something has happened on this base that has like fucked with all the replicas. Um, and that's the kind of horror, not horror. That's the, that they're your antagonists are these messed up replicas. But like, um, so it, it is kind of more like if you don't find Resident Evil one or two scary, it's like that level of scary, right? It's not in that it's not, it's yeah. more actiony. It's not even actiony. It, it, so one of the big actual things that makes it, um, not just like a running gun thing is when I say there's six inventory slots, there are six inventory slots and that's it. You do not get more. You do not get less. So if you think about what you're running around with, what you would take in like a Resident Evil style game, you have your health items, you have maybe a gun and ammo for that gun. That's three slots. Mm. Plus, a, plus a key item you need to get, get that you will need eventually at some point. Um, plus your, you have like utility items, which are like one use thing, like like kind of one shot things. So some of them are like, you get like a, like a cattle prod to like stun the enemies so you can get away from them. That's another, that's a slot on its own. And then if you pick up another key, that's you. And it's just like, it's, it's Jesus, a lot like that. So there's a lot brutal. of, yeah. there's a lot of kind of sacrifices you can have to make where you're like, okay, I am taking just this fully loaded gun without any extra ammo to at least do this next section. Cause I need the inventory space. I think to get the thing I think is down there and that kind of mm. stuff. Um, and then once you throw on top of that, like, hey, there's a dark section here. You need a lamp, a, a torch to, to do anything in. That's an inventory slot. 
So you start to, a lot of it is, I've seen a lot of people fall on either side of that thing where it's like, this is far too restricting and actually like, this makes it more interesting. And it, I, I kind of fall on the latter side, like doing that inventory management is not something I usually care about, but here it does work quite well. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a super cool, super cool thing. Um, I don't know how long it is, um, but I've put like five, six hours into it, I think at this point. Um, but yeah, I don't, it, it advertises itself as survival horror. I would say it's closer to like a thriller or like a like a PS One sure. Resident Evil rather than than a horror game. Because I've like because I've like not touched it at all because it's they keep people keep saying it's a horror it's game. Not, like, it's okay. not. It's not. It's not. I don't think it was degree. going to be anywhere near like fucking like Callisto Protocol or whatever like that. But but even then, like Callisto Protocol is more like jump scare, like action horror more than anything else. I mean, we don't know, <laughs> we right? Because it's, it's not out. If it, but... we think that game is named Dead Space, then that's what Dead Space was. It um, seems very much likely that that thing is Dead Space, yeah. but who knows? Like, who knows? Mm. but speaking of actual horror, the, I'll just briefly mention I did get through a chunk of the the Resident Evil Village DLC as well, and got to the bit that everyone's talking about. The bit, yeah, and it was, it's the bit is very effective, like very effective. It is not fun to play <laughs> in any way. It is. Uh, <laughs> It does not merge the gameplay and horror elements in the way that Seven did. Sorry, Eight did very well. Um, it is actually kind of a nightmare to play, even though it is a very effective moment and yeah, a thing I will be thinking about for quite a long time. Um, in the same way that the moment is there from the moment from Eight. Um, but it's it's also a great show. Showcase is probably the wrong word because that infers it's entirely successful, but like. It is a that thing liberally reuses areas from village like whole like whole cloth yeah like yeah and in a way that like I don't again doesn't quite make sense but does like it 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 does interesting things with it and it actually plays on your expectations if you played eight as well about what's where and all that kind of stuff but it is like there's not a lot of new locations in there really it's kind of a lot of treading familiar grounds just in a different way or from a different angle or with different gameplay in it um and it's it's yeah i i don't quite know how i feel about it yet i think i need to finish it and, and see but but yeah the bit is good the bit is the bit very is good, good. Yeah. um even if it's even if it's not fun it's good um what was and there was one more thing Oh yeah, um, so I watched a video of someone playing SSX3 on a Steam Deck, yeah. and it's it looks really good on this video that I watched of somebody playing SSX3 on a Steam Deck. Um, yeah. Like it, it, run, it ran pretty well, and I spent a substantial amount of my week watching a video of somebody play SSX3 on a Steam Deck, um, mm-hmm. a game of which I own a PS2 and have a copy of ssx3 within yes. arms reach yeah and um, but i definitely i watched the share of that video and yeah like it brought back a lot of really good memories and I'm yeah kind of that, shocked. Turns out that game's that game's really good turns yeah. out yeah um and uh yeah i was kind of shocked that you can actually play something like that reasonably well on that handheld device um, yeah yeah it's good it's it worked work shockingly well shockingly yeah. well yeah i yeah watched a fuck ton of that video um but yeah, um, the only yeah that was kind of it. It was that it was Signalis. It was um, 
a couple of other things that, are, that I've talked about. Do you know? Already. Do you know? I, I did a very similar thing. I watched uh, a video of a, uh, someone playing Tony Hawk's Underground on Steam Deck quite a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I watched it on my Steam Deck just to test like the mm. video watching capabilities yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Steam Deck. How was it? Turns out that thing is it's pretty good. That thing watches videos really well. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. How does because one, one of the things I saw on that video of SX3 was that the I was worried that maybe the controls wouldn't pan over as well because it's a lot of like shoulder button based things but actually like yeah based on that video it actually works pretty well and it feels all yeah. right um does tony hawk- it's, 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 yeah it's reasonably similar where a lot the obviously the lot the tony hawk controls were face buttons so you yeah. didn't need to oh, worry yeah. about the yeah. yeah the things a lot but there are like movement stuff that you need for the 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 buttons and it looked like it worked pretty yeah. well he was doing like spine transfers and stuff which is r2 and that yes it worked fine of course but um yeah, I, I still have not come across a because I've I've played like every or at least attempted every snowboarding game that's come out since SSX three trying to trying to help that kind of rush. And, yes, uh, it's never <laughs> three people are laughing right now. Um, the, uh, one of those me. Well, yeah, was... um, but and I I think how do you feel about corn? Is corn an SSX? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> Based uh, based on this video, like nothing quite so far has managed to capture that control scheme. Like that control scheme is so good at doing what it's trying to do, and everything else that I yeah, it's really, that I it's, played, it's really easy and fluid, right? Yeah, like, and it, it makes just, you it, it just makes you stuff. feel like it, it prioritizes like the speed and flair, which is what that game's going for, and it and like aesthetic wise and like quote unquote attitude wise, it actually does hold up. Like you go back and watch. I was watching GB play Steep like randomly on Steep. Twitch at some point, and like that game came out. Uh, sorry, you had you have to say Steep sorry, with deep, a French accent. Sorry, Steep, Steep. Um, that game came out well, like twenty sixteen, something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, watching that even now, it's like God, this is corny as fuck. It's like it's all this like yeah. um, like cool speak lingo bullshit, and it's just like it just ages so poorly. SSX is like because it's so cartoony and like yeah, it's just the right level of arcade, yeah, right? Like it, it's just it doesn't take itself seriously, but also like not yeah. trying to be edgy about it. It's just like yeah, we're just having fun and it works. Yeah, it just lives in it. Yeah, yeah, it's spectacular. Well, game. The, when I was when I was watching someone play SSX three and they were on like the first level the the first song that was played was jerk it out by the caesars yep Again, i was like oh my yeah of course that is like that's that was one of the songs like, that was there, gen- there genuinely was while i was watching this person play ssx3 on on a steam deck um there was yeah. this genuine um emotional moment of like while i was playing some of those original levels and like uh like it wasn't caesars it was uh what was the other track that's on there that was like on my rotation quite a lot um, there's a, there's a Royxop track as well, which always sticks in my head. Oh yeah, there was the Royxop track. But yeah, there's something but... about those playlists playing, and I was just like, man, I am just fucking fourteen again, thirteen again, whenever that yeah. game came out. We played that game a lot. We did we play that did game. Played a lot. lot of that game. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was it was fun to to watch that video again of somebody playing a six three in a Steam Deck. I'm trying, um, to, I'm trying to think about what song it would have been that you were. I, was it, that, it wasn't that yellow card song, was it? It was. It was. It was the yellow card song. Oh, okay. It was way away. Yeah. That's what it was, and it was like, way oh away. yeah, excellent. Um, yeah. So there was that. Um, so before we get to the big one, what are you? What was your um, last couple of weeks like in terms um, of games? You're playing League so, of Legends again. 
I keep seeing. Well, I've been, I've, I've been playing League of Legends for a while. It's just like a thing that me and the the people that I raid with in Final Fantasy fourteen do. Like we just every right. so often we'll just play League because I don't know. It's just sure. What we do. Okay, I get um, worried. It's like every now and then you see like, like I keep feeling like a notification comes up and says your sibling is considering hardcore drugs again. I'm like, eh. no, 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 it's not. It's fine. <laughs> okay, it's not like I'm, I, I'm not. I'm I, like, so I, I never. <laughs> I never took like League of Legends like seriously. Like yeah, I was never yeah. a ranked no, player no, no. and like that. It was always just that thing I did with friends, and it's yes. still a thing I do of with course. friends. Like I just, I don't do, play I just by do it socially. I don't do it at home. Yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> so I I took a journey. I took a a very long bus journey mm-hmm. recently. Oh yeah. And by recently, yeah. I mean in the last two days. And I wanted just to test like the 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 portability of the Steam Deck. Yes. And I played Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven on a bus. Yeah. Which. It's kind of insane. Yep. It's kind of the same thing as the Switch when I played Breath of the Wild, and I was like, "Holy shit, I could do this like in my hand, and it just mm-hmm. works, and it's fine." Um, the other play, I, the other game I played, which was the only thing I played that isn't the thing we're going to talk about later, um, is Harvestella. Oh yes, which is, yes, yes. Harvestella is a new JRPG from Square Enix, and it is part JRPG, part farm life sim so is this is that just, game just to check because it, it falls under this category of square enix game where i'm like is this like a reboot of like a old gamecube game no or this like is a, a new thing iteration of a harvest moon thing or is as far totally as it, no, 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 right, it's not it's not not related to either harvest moon or uh tales of seasons the two the the original harvest moon and the weird legal harvest moon spinoff from harvest moon there's a legal um, harvest moon spinoff yeah there is you should look up the story behind the difference between harvest moon and oh, what's it called the tales of season or whatever it is oh the... sorry i thought you meant like it's harvest moon but you're a lawyer sorry i no, totally no, no, misunderstood no, no. what you meant there no, yes, like, i know the, i know the, what you mean yes there the... was a split legally yes yeah i remember that um, bit yes Sorry, I was the interesting story. People should go look that up. It's a fascinating story. Yeah, I was about to use attorney farming and it just really appealed to me for a second. <laughs> that, that would be... No. <laughs> just looking at farmhands picking tournaments and screaming, hold it. Yeah. yeah. Objection. Um, That's a pig. Objection. Uh, no, this is it's a brand new thing. And looking at it, you would think it was like one of the tokyo rpg factory like spin-off things you know Yo, like lost fear lo- and like i am sets and stuff this looks like one of those rpg factory games <laughs> yeah it does it's, um, but it's, it's actually just a square enix game like it is it, i don't think they, i'm not sure they developed it i need to i would need to double check that right. but uh hang on i am it's, 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 it's just it's discredited as square enix there's no studio enix, on yeah. it so there's no tokyo rpg factory on it. Yeah, it, yeah. it it does look like one of them i will give you that but it is not seems to be maryland square enix game um so yeah it is is part jrpg and part farming life simulator so like your harvest moon sort of stardew valley style thing uh the conceit is that you are a person that has uh that has woken up with amnesia um because you have been in uh, oh god i now need to remember this game has so many fucking capital letter words in oh, it oh right yeah the proper nouns i can't I, it's like questus or something like that there Quistis, is like a, a yes there Quistis, is a weird uh is mentioned on this the blurb for this on this yeah, website there is a weird fog that descends over town from some things called the seas light the, oh, you, you mean the season of death quietus quietus yeah, quietus that's yeah, the whatever okay, it is yeah, yeah. The, apparently your main character was out in it too long and they have amnesia and they wake up in this town or near this town called Leith that uh, not 
Edinburgh Leith is, I think Definitely. it's Leith actually, because L E T H E, so it would be Leith. L E T H E, yeah, Leith. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you, while in that town, a giant fucking crystal meteor falls from the ground that is then, oh God, there's so many things. They're, they're scared of these things called the Omen, which mm-hmm. are people in like weird mech armor. Okay. Uh, that they say are like evil and are going to take people away and stuff. And this crystal falls to the ground and inside is a passed out omen that you're like, oh, we can save her because she's alive or whatever. Like the, you can tell that it's alive in a suit. And as part of that, you and the town doctor who says it's someone that's sick, I need to take care of them. I'm a doctor, goddammit. Uh, they give you a small farm ranch outside of town. Uh-huh. And said, if you're going to care for this omen, you need to, you you stay away from the town, but you can stay here. Also, it happens to be a farm, so you can, like, grow food and stuff. Yep. If you want to do that, you can do that and keep animals. Um, okay. And then, yeah. Uh, so I'm watching this launch trailer on the website, and I'm like, oh yeah, this looks yeah. like a cool, like, 3D farming game, all this stuff. And you get about yeah. halfway through it, and it's like, yo, those are numbers coming off creatures as you're hitting them with a sword. What the fuck yep. happens? So that, that, so that that's the conceit, is that you as part as part of the, the 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 helping of the omen you have to go to one of these seas lights to get special medicine it's a weird thing but okay. um and that is where the combat happens so the game is like definitively split between when you are not in a dungeon it is a life simulator and when you are in a dungeon it's a jrpg that is the that is the split. And the dungeons are all linked to these like seas light places because you've got to go and like look for the seas light and yep. go near them and all that stuff. Yep. So that is the definitive split. So because it's a definitive split, I can talk about it in kind of two parts. So yep. the this the the farming life simulator game is pretty bare bones so mm-hmm. far. And I've played that game for like eight hours. Okay. It is it's still like it is very much like you know, you plant you plant stuff and you water it and then the stuff grows and you can sell the stuff and you get money and it's seasonal based because so different things grow in different seasons it's it's one of those games um and you can like get machines that will refine your stuff so you can turn like your vegetables into like juice or you can turn your wheat into flour and that's it's and it's just that and there are i've there are animals to keep but the animals are way too expensive to buy right now so i've not bought any of the animals um and you can go to leave and there are people to talk to and there are quests to do and you can like do the whole get uh, a relationship with people because everybody has like a bar that you can fill by like doing quests for them or like cooking food for them and is a life management simulator that's what that is it just it does it and it doesn't do anything special with it it's just bare bones farm life simulator that's mm-hmm. what that is um the the combat portion of it in dungeons is also a very bare bones jrpg right it is a jrpg with it has a job system which is cool because it gives you some varied your character can hold three jobs at once and obviously jobs do different things that are like it's better at so you start with like fighter which is just a dude with a sword or you get mage which does different things and you get assassin that does different things they all have their strengths and weaknesses so you can balance it out with the three that you have uh as you get experience you also get job points because this is a jrpg of course um luckily it's a lot more fair rpgs than other older jrpgs that have job systems where when you use 
when you just do stuff, you get job points for all your jobs, not just the one that okay. you're using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like fair. It's not ridiculous grind or anything like that. It's just it works. Right. Um and you spend the job points on leveling up the job to get new skills and but Are the jobs related to the farming part of it or just the combat part of it? No, just the combat part okay. of it. The the thing that you're supposed to do is that all enemies have different weaknesses and different jobs have different uh, things for those weaknesses. Sure, so you're sure, sure. constantly supposed to be swapping between your jobs. Gotcha, gotcha. The, the the bad point is swapping between your jobs is not fast enough. When you swap jobs, there's a cooldown before you swap back to the other job. Right. So you can't do like I'm going to swap quickly to this job, deal with this one enemy, then swap back and deal with this other one. It is like swap and then multiple seconds of cooldown before you can swap back to the other job. Gotcha. There are there are upgrades in the job tree that shorten that cooldown, but still nowhere near enough for it to be like interesting or fun. It's just kind of tedious. Right. Um, all the maps have like um, areas and like special events. So like every area has like broken ladders that you can repair to then make shortcuts to get to your areas faster. Sure. Yep. It has stuff on the ground that are like special events of like, if you're in, if it's like the forest area and they were like, you find this weird looking mushroom on the ground, do you want to eat it? Like that sort of thing. <laughs> sure. The This all feeds back into the farming thing and that all of this stuff takes time. And obviously quite a lot of the resource in these farming simulators is your time. Because if you don't get to bed, then your guy passes out and you don't have enough energy for the next day. Right. Um. So you have to get back within a certain period of time to then go to bed. So if you repair a bridge or do a thing or spend too long in the dungeon it's that's that it costs time that then impacts on your farming life yeah the other thing that it impacts on your farming life is the stuff that you do in the farming life feeds into your dungeon exploration because to do so everything costs stamina Mm -hmm. the only way you can gain stamina back is by eating food right which is it has a two-way system where food gives you stamina and also makes you less hungry and you have a bar that is like your fullness meter and as that has number in it it will slowly increase your stamina passively gotcha so you can eat the food that you grow on the farm and turn into dishes to then help you in the dungeon exploration that also has there's a difference between food and juice which is (laughs) a weird distinction uh-huh. Food is things. Food is things that you cook that you can eat that regains your stamina and your health and increases your fullness meter. Right. Juice is just there to increase your health. So health juice is like health potions, health potions basically. Yeah. yeah. J- food is like a whole thing that will deal with all three all at once. But he- juice is just your quick use health potion thing. Right. Right. So you have to have this balance of both food and juice in your inventory, does, which is a weird thing to say. Does like food take more time to consume or like give you health back slower or something? No, but it, it gives you more health and increases your stamina, increases your fullness. But if you are full, i.e. your fullness is 100%, you can't eat any, you more, can't food. Eat any more food. Can yeah. you blend the food and turn it back into juice to then continue to drink? That is a good question. I have not tried putting <laughs> okay. a whole meal in the juicer. Wait, no, wait. Probably not. Well, yeah, so that's how you make the juice, is that you have <laughs> machines on your farm that do this. <laughs> okay. So if you take your steak dinner that you were going to eat for food and put it in the juicer, do you maybe... Maybe, I don't know, I've not tried. Um, do you get it's largely just Is like, that what you get? Oh god, imagine if you yeah. got fucking meal supplements, that would be oh, weird. Oh. Um, no, it's just like vegetables and stuff you can throw in the juicer and that makes the juice. 
Okay. Um, I love how you keep referring to it as the juice, the capital T. It is like, the juice. It's, it's, it's the loads juice. of juice. I buy inventory so full of juice, you've got no idea. Because the juice also has like special properties depending on what you make it out of. Sure. It's got like extra magic defense or it takes away statuses or like it's just if you're if you met this person exploring around and looked in their backpack and they had like six sandwiches, a full salad just in a bowl, mm-hmm. and like five different types of juice. It's nuts. You would well, think they're an insane person. You like, would hear them coming, just a sloshing as they round yeah, the corner true. of just like seventeen liters of of blended steak. No like, idea where they are storing this stuff, but they have so much juice and so many meals just in their backpack. It's like you could get more um, of a dichotomy from Signalis, which actually carries six things, whereas here you can carry like an entire. You can carry so much fucking juice, dude. You can like carry, you, can, you can have so much juice. You can t- carry an entire um, Asda's worth of juice. Here you go. Yeah. You could run your own shop with how much juice that you've got. Um, so yeah, it's and it's like the combat is like really, really simple. It is like you have skills and you attack with X, and that's kind of it. Right. And you have like a dash. That you, the the combat devolves a lot into you hitting the enemy until it looks like they're about to da- attack, and then dashing out, waiting for the attack to go on, and then dash in and hit the button again. Like it's not anything. It's not mind blowing, and it's not crazy good or whatever. It's functional. It's right. quite a lot of this game is just it's functional. It it works. Mm-hmm. where the thing that it is doing that is at least interesting is like the story mm-hmm. where if you looked at it you would be like this is going to be the most bare bones yep. jrpg story of you go to the crystals and do the magic crystal thing mm-hmm. and that's it this game at minor spoilers for harvestella if you're interested because i have to talk about this because it yeah, is yeah. weird the omen that you rescue from the um the crashed giant crystal that comes outside of leave mm-hmm. um if you were to right take a stab in the dark because i did this for my friends right your main character rescues someone that is in full plate armor uh-huh and then within within like half an hour of you getting them their armor falls off sure what do you think is behind that armor anime girl nailed it right okay, yeah, okay. so cool you meet, you meet this anime you meet this anime girl called aria uh-huh she tells you that she is a time traveler sure that has uh-huh. that has somehow by accident traveled back into the past okay and has to get back to her time sure it now turns out that all of the omen are time travelers that are traveling back in time to study the past to prevent this horrific future from happening oh but okay there are a bunch of people that are also just time travelers that are there for various other reasons for example, I just met and finished a quest line for a an omen that is there to discover the cure for hay fever. It is okay. You, you meet can, someone you can't in, a do that time, in the future. You can't. You have to go back for that. Well, no, no. Apparently, people are still suffering from it in the future, so they're going back to when hay fever first came about. Quote when hay unquote. fever was invented. So they, yeah, kind of. They, okay. they, they go through this whole story rigmarole of like we traced it back and discovered that hey, the 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 thing causing hay fever came around about this time, around about this area. So I'm here to study hay fever and I want to cure hay fever because it sucks. Sure. And you're like, sure, but it starts with there's a guy in a town that is like he starts sneezing randomly in the town square and runs off, mm-hmm. and people are like oh, well, like, we've discovered that in this town, if you start sneezing repeatedly, you get kidnapped, and nobody ever sees you again. (laughs) And you're like, what are you talking, he's got, he's sneezing, why is he getting kidnapped? 
So you go find him and he's like, oh my god, I need to stop sneezing or I'm going to get taken away. And you're like, so you do this whole rigmarole and you discover, you find the the omen that has been kidnapping people and you're, you you find them and you're like, what the fuck? Like, you're kidnapping people that are sneezing and he explains it and they're like, we want to, I want to stop hay fever so I'm trying to like take people's cells to study them to understand how hay fever works so that I can then cure it. And... <laughs> And you're like, oh, right, okay, sure. It's weird that you're kidnapping people to do that, but I can help you if you will stop kidnapping people. Sure. And he's like, yeah, sh- sure, right, you can help me go do this. And you go do the quest for them, and they, they do a whole bunch of analysis, and they're like, I think I have a cure for hay fever. Can you go and give this to the guy? And you go, sure. And you go give it to the guy, and he he takes it, and then steps outside and doesn't sneeze. And it's like, oh my god, you've cured you're cured by hay fever. This is the be- and then start immediately start sneezing again. Excellent. And yep. he runs off again and you meet up with the omen again. He said, Yeah, your thing doesn't work. And they were like, mm, yeah, I kind of thought that hay fever is really, really difficult to cure because <laughs> nobody really knows how the fuck it works. That's kind of why I'm here. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you've basically gone through an entire side quest where you've admitted that you're a time traveler kidnapping people from this random farm village to try and cure hay fever made me piss about and go and kill all this stuff to go and get components to study for hay fever think you've got a cure then you discover it didn't work and you thought it wouldn't work anyway and you're like it's so bizarre it's such a strange and you keep like you just the people start like every character that you meet that is new that is very obviously like a character member because they have like a portrait that appears when they talk yeah you have a scene where you explain this all to them Mm -hmm. where you go okay, who are you? And you're, basically what happens is they go like, wait, who are you? The screen goes black and it says, your party explains you, like okay. your character. Sure. And it is, and you're like, you're an amnesiac, that, like blah, 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 all that stuff. And they're like, okay, sure. And you talk about more. And then they get to Aria and someone in the party says, oh, but Aria's from the future. And she said, blah, blah, blah. And the other person goes, wait, what? She's from the future. Screen goes black again and says, your party explains about Aria. And then it <laughs> pans back in again. And they're like, Oh yeah, sure, that's really weird, but sure, she's a time traveler. Like, people in this world are so willing to admit that They're time travelers. Someone someone turning up someone yeah, someone turning up that just looks like one of your normal people and comes in and goes, Do you know I'm a time traveler? They go, Yeah, sure, you're a time traveler. Like, no pushback at all. They're just like, sure, you're a time traveler. At least they don't waste the player's time and like explaining you're a time traveler every time they just cut to black no, and go, they explain you're a time traveler. And then... it, it's better than them explaining it every time, but it's also really funny to have a literal fade to black white text on screen of, yeah. you explain Arya as a time traveler, and you're like, okay, <sighs> sure, thanks. Okay, great. Excellent. It is, Harvestella is the most like six or seven out of ten video game. Like <laughs> everything is really functional and yep. it works. And like the art's nice and the music's good and it's not doing anything that's like super unique or crazy, but it's all decent. Right. But it just pushes itself over the edge with this weirdness that it's thrown in with its story. And I do really like the music, but it is appealing to the side of me that really likes like flutes and lutes yeah. and like homely town music. Sure. Yep. But and that that's it. That's it, it is exactly it's perfectly just above average. Just like above that average. is what that game is. Yeah. yeah. Um so, it's yeah. it's hard, it's difficult to recommend unless it's like on sale or something. But there are people in this world, the sort of people that will sit and play the fucking like crossbell games mm. and the yeast games and all these things that are like 
really fucking weird but when you get to the core of it are very six out of ten jrpgs they'll sure. probably like this yeah yeah and because it's right up their alley and it has some cool stuff in it and but yeah it's just it is just on the right side of functional to where it's yeah that's kind of what that game is that's cool. kind of what harvestella is i mean i was thinking because i i'd forgotten i think i was te- i was messaging you about this at some point i'd forgotten that the um what was that game the chant came out that thing that kind of looks like a super massive game that isn't oh yeah 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 um and i was like i have seen absolutely zero about this game and it came out and i was like what the fuck is actually this game and i looked through a bunch of reviews one there's not a lot of reviews from like outlets you would know the name of yeah, um, yeah. like ign did one and i think um like push square did one and i think that was about the only ones i recognized and they had something very similar which is like this is a solid seven out of ten or like a six seven out of ten game yeah and like because of the nature of what that game appears to be that sounds like something i should probably actually play like a solid six out of ten survival horror game about um like a psychological horror game about fucking cthulhu yeah absolutely sure yeah that sounds all right yeah so like this is not the point of this is not to uh, denigrate six six or seven out of ten games like there are some great six six, seven out of ten games um yeah, cool. Good. It's better. A, 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 a 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10 game is like leagues better than like a 4 or a 3. Yeah. Because like a 6 or a 7, <laughs> you can at least find. Logarithmic scale. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like yep. a 6 or a 7, at least you can find the things that are redeeming yeah, about totally. it. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Yes. A 3 or a 4, you're just kind of like, uh, uh, yeah. It's just you just make a bunch of noises and then wave your hand and that's kind of it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, just uh, your conversation there reminded me of the one more thing I'll talk about before we go to break. So I, oh, I did the thing again. So I like once a month or once every couple of months, I'll just troll the Google Play Store just to fill up my phone with a game. Like just because there's always this time when I'm just like, hey, I'll play something for a little bit. And Marvel Snap was it for like a couple of weeks, and I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I think I've, I think I'm I'm good with this. I know what this is now. Um. And I came across a game, and the thing I was looking for is, like, it's very difficult to find a game that's not deck builder, that's not a, like, grindy, like, JRPG combat one that's just, like, making numbers get bigger, and, like, the combat, like, the anime combat ones, they're just, like, you don't do much, you just kind of passively, like, launch skills and do big attacks sure, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, that appears to be the two big genres that are not the traditional game genres that it keeps giving me. And I came across this one that was like, oh, it's like a third person shooter, but it's like done like a, uh, and it had like a cool style and it was like kind of sci-fi-ish and it was like, okay, this is cool. And like the art's really nice. And I was, I got it, and it was like, okay, it is a gacha game. Okay, cool. Right. I see. Okay, sure. And these are like, all of these characters are like star ratings and you you get a thing yeah. you, then it's got a really cool gacha animation. Increase SR chance. Yeah. Yeah. All that kind yeah. of stuff. And I was doing it and it is a third person shooter, but it's like a third person shooter in the same way that like, um, vampire survivors is, is that you don't actually push fire. You just kind of like, you control are the you, aim. Do you know right, what this game the, is? <laughs> right. It just, I'll, I'll guess what the game is, but yeah. can you just answer me one question? Yeah. Do you still control anime ladies? Oh Yeah. Are you, st- are you talking about fucking Nikkei? So I started playing Nikkei. <laughs> you fucking shitbag. Oh my god. I, I had never this heard... This fucking game is everywhere. I have, and it looks so terrible. So where the fuck did you see it? Because I had never it's heard of it. It's in ads for like on YouTube. Every okay, fucking so where. I like want, it's, so I've the, YouTube the, the, premium the, so the, the, for the, long enough. Where it started, I... where it started was 
a bunch of VTubers got paid to play it all at once. Oh, so okay. That appeared in like their highlight videos and stuff like that. They were like, oh, they're playing DK. And you're like, okay, sure, whatever. And then it appears in like fucking every YouTube ad. I only get them on my phone because yeah, yeah. I've got ways of stopping it on my yeah. PC. But like, uh, yeah, it's fucking everywhere. You fucking, why? Why are so you I, playing I DK? I don't get a lot of game ads on YouTube. I don't know what my yeah. algorithm doesn't do that for me. Even the game YouTube channels I follow don't give me a lot of game ads. Um, I don't know. So I had no idea what this thing was, right? I just saw it and the art looked cool and it was like a shooter rather than like a fucking did RPG thing. the art look thing. cool in the sense of that they had big tits? Was no, that like, the thing that you the thought the art looked cool? It genuinely did look decent. And also like the character design looked kind of cool. Well, the character design from like the shoulders up and like the background designs of what they put in the sh- the screenshots on the Google Play Store are like, okay, sure. and it's sci-fi. And I'm like, okay, cool. There's something here. I'll, I'll do this. And they lull you into this false sense of security, right? Where like, the game starts in a kind of similar way to, which probably should have been my first red flag. Starts in a similar way to Ark Knights, where um, Fuck you, sake. where you like, there's been an attack. I forgot you, you play the Ark Knights. I You're such the, a yeah, fucking mark. You know, um, yeah. And they used uh, to kind of start unconscious, and you get rescued, and they're like, "Who? You're our commander. Do you not remember?" And blah blah blah. blah. And it's like, "Oh, okay." Then, then there's a character that helps you, and then you do your first combat. And you're like, "Okay, fine. This is a cool." This is a cool thing. And then you find another two characters who are also both anime ladies. Um, and you're like, oh, okay. Is there only anime ladies in this game? I mean, I've only got a sample size of three right now. So maybe we'll we'll continue on from here. Um, and then you find another three, which are also all anime ladies. Um, and it's like, well, they haven't defined, ed- they haven't assigned any identity to the character that you're playing as. Um, and then they very quickly say that you're a dude. So, uh, and of you're course, like, okay. Yeah. So you're a dude amongst this. Like, if only there was a word for a male character who had a selection of female <laughs> characters that they surrounded mm. themselves with. But I don't think that yeah. one exists, so let's move on. Um, and then you just, and they each have their own weapons and skills. And the moment they crossed the line, and I was playing this, I was playing this um, on the couch, I think my wife was playing um, something else. And I was playing it, and I just, the, the moment happened, and I just burst out laughing, and I showed her this. The moment I realized what this game actually was, was uh, when you're doing the combat and it's like, it's also meant to be held. <laughs> okay. And I now realize, and I'm, the sense I'm about to say does it actually say something that I didn't realize at the time. The yeah. game is meant to be played in portrait mode <laughs> with of one hand. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so it's like, and you're just moving, so you're switching between your different units, all of which have different items, uh, different weapons, and they can each do different things. Like some are better anti air and some have elements and blah, blah, blah. So I'm flicking between them, and one of the characters I've got, they're kind of default, they have like a time crisis thing, where like they start behind cover, and as you press to yep. shoot, they jump out of cover. Uh-huh. Um, yep. When they jump out of cover, and like one of them has like a big machine gun that she's like, yeah. turn away at, um, there's some physics. There's some physics, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen the, this appears in the highlight videos of everybody playing it, where they just make them go out of cover over and over yeah. again, and their ass shakes. And again, and that's they love you the, yeah. security, because the first character you get that's is, like, n- reasonably dressed, right? And you're just like, oh, sure, and, yeah. she's, and she's got, like, a rifle, and it's like, okay, this is just fun. And then the second character you get that has the machine gun, that has, like, a skirt. Recoil, and like, oh, but it some, goes a little bit through her body. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's some, there's some physics happening here, and it was the character. Yeah, it was the machine gun character when I just held down the button and all of the physics happened at once, and I just held down this button and showed it to my wife. I was like, this is fucking shit. Um, yeah, that thing is wild. Again, in uh, continuing the trend of these games, fantastic gacha opening animation. 
Like superb oh, sure. high quality, yeah. just I'll top bet. of the line gacha opening animation. Um, some fantastic uh, additional costumes you can buy that are definitely not meant to be worn in the battlefield. Uh, <laughs> just, just a spectacular piece of software. So much physics, just, so much physics oh, everywhere. It was, it was astounding. It was also astounding. I was, I, I can't believe you played DK. You're I, such a it, it, shit. Again, I didn't uh, know it existed. I swear to you, I'd never heard of this thing until I played it. Yeah. Sure. So that was that was it. I, I haven't played it since, but it was very funny. <laughs> I played it. Um. So we'll go to break and then we'll come back and talk about sure. talk about our main game. Um. Do you have some music for us? Yeah. Uh. So it's getting towards the end of the year. Uh. So now is the time to reflect back on the year. Um. So I'm going to take the third opportunity of this to show this year to play something from the Citizen Sleeper soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um. It's too good not to, mm-hmm. uh, and it needs to be reflected upon in the year. Um, so I'm going to play the song called "Ember's Wake" from the Citizen yep. Sleep soundtrack. A Citizen Sleeper soundtrack is one of the quieter songs, but it yes. is very, very good. Yes. Um, check the post for links. You can pick that up, and we'll be back with some more just after this. Citizen Sleeper soundtrack um, if you haven't listened to us enough and told you to go and play Citizen Sleeper you should go play Citizen Sleeper you should um, you should also listen to the soundtrack and yeah it's 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 all it's all great it's all very very good yeah is it actually to, to follow on from what we said before the amount of games that I've come out and I've wanted to try and I've never got back to it I still haven't got to the, back to the second part of that DLC which also came out mm, and I haven't played yeah. it either which I'll need to do. I say it's the same thing with me and um, Pentiment. Like I started Pentiment, oh, yeah. and I've just not gone back oh, yeah, to it. I was, expect- not had time. I was expecting you to talk about that, but you just haven't. No, gone back that'll to it. be that'll be next time when I go back to it more. Cool. Um, it, is, it is fascinating so far. It is the 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 game that is the most like in my head. I've been like, I don't know what, how this gets made. Like, like right. why is this game getting made? It's so bizarre. Well, within half within a half an hour, I was in a conversation with a noble, and they were asking me my opinions about the Lutheran Church, and I was like, this isn't a video game for humans. Like, what's happening here? Which is it's bizarre, so weird. I was out with uh, I was out with friends on Sunday, and one of them asked me, like, she plays games, but not like it's not massively in, uh, or doesn't like doesn't follow them to the same degree we would. Um, mm. and was like, hey, I saw this thing for this game that looks like it's like medieval illustrations. Like, what is this thing? So I have no yeah, idea it's how it's made out yeah. of into... It's I don't know either, either. Yeah. So I, I don't know how it's how it's doing that. Um, I, I, tried, just, I tried to bring up the um, the video games in 2022 Wikipedia page just to check when something was coming out. Um, and Google suggested the first thing I do uh, is uh, pre-order the Intellivision Amico from Ar- from Argos. Oh God! Which, if people haven't watched that new H bomb H bomber guy video that came out uh, last week, you should 100 percent watch that thing. It is yeah, wild should, the story. Um, but yeah, don't bu- don't buy an Intellivision Amico. Whatever the fuck you no, do, no, don't. Not for yeah. 250 pounds, which is what this pre-order is for. Jesus Christ. Um. 
Yes. I will I will warn you ahead of time before we have this conversation yes. that on my second monitor as we talk, mm-hmm. there is the reveal stream for the next Guilty Gear Strive character. Uh, okay. So we'll get some, so live, at some, we'll get some point, live news reactions. At some point, I might have a reaction, depending on who the character is. If sure. it's brand new, I obviously won't have a reaction, but if it's a returning character, I might have opinions. Well, we'll do, but, we'll do, we'll do a bit of news, so we'll get live reactions from yeah, Callum later on in the sure. episode. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, God of War came out, mm. and I have put... Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Um, and yeah. I have put... Um, it's also caused me to have to fucking copy-paste and umlaut a bunch of times as I've been doing yeah, yeah, text yeah. and things like that. Um, so yeah, it came out. Uh, I am, God, eight hours maybe into it at this point, six or eight hours, something like that. Um, without spoilers, the first um, time that the perspective shifts or you, you, you play a different character, let's say, Mm. um, I've just finished that section first time. So I think that's like six, eight hours in, um, it's interesting. I, it's one of those things which is so it's difficult to to not compare it to other sony triple a gate like this is sony's thing right like yeah. this is what sony this is does. this is one of their flagships right. if not their it flagship, is a so, single yeah. player narrative led giant open world pseudo open world adventure game yeah um the, the, when you look at it, it is absolutely fucking dripping with money yes like exactly it is so that game looks so good and like functions so well with such high fidelity yeah oh my god it's it's insane how much money that is yeah um and it kind of adheres a lot to what the first game set up like mechanically it's very similar i would actually to the to the point where i would actually be a slightly apprehensive coming to this as the first one like if you didn't do a bunch of the stuff from the first game, like the, it doesn't seem like they. Maybe this is because I have a save from the previous game. I don't know. Yeah. Like they're not particularly mm. clear about that, or they know I've played the last game. But like there was not a lot of tutorialization about the combat in that game, which no there verges wasn't, yeah. on like fighting game levels of combo, like multiple button presses to get all yeah, of the bits. Yeah, you are comboing a lot of shit together, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like well, I think it, I think it tells you it tells you like roughly what you need to yeah, know. It, like oh, yeah. it does the R it, like R one R two and like it gives you the buttons. It doesn't just like make shell. But it also doesn't. It, and it kind of does the thing that it, these games should do that I'm not that I, I can see why people would get sick of. But I appreciate what it does. It's like hey, you now have a shield. We're going to throw a couple of enemies at you that you need to use your shields to really get your feel for how this is going to work and how this is going to parry and all this kind of stuff. Like they kind of do it. But not to the degree of yeah. like, I feel like I have a basic knowledge of how this is going to work now. And then they very quickly throw on like, and here's your, I don't even know what it's called, like the L1, L1, R1 move as well, which is like a different equip thing. No, the the runic attack. The runic yeah. attacks of which there are light yeah. and heavy ones, which is this button press, which is also the same as your shield. And also the shield has a parry. And, all, and then the whole skill tree is like you adding more combos to... Yeah. Like, press and hold this button, or do this, like, there's a lot in there, and, like, probably what will happen, I assume, is what will happen to me in that first game, where I'll find, like, the five attacks that really work for me, and just kind of double, sure, triple down yeah. on them, which seems to work pretty well. I was going to well. say, yeah, you're right, there's a lot of, like, combo stuff, but you don't have to use it. Like, no, you, can you just don't. just fucking spam the axe button or whatever. Yeah, it gives you a lot of flexibility to kind of find a way of working for you, and if that way of working for you is to spam the button. Um, but also, like, spamming the button... Like, I've died quite a lot. Like, it feels like yeah. you're... 
it feels like your health is balanced in such a way like you have all these options but like if you get pinned in a corner you go down real fast um if you're not mm-hmm. very yeah, careful yeah. about what's happening so it's not and i i'm playing it on normal is there even a difficulty select i can't even remember now yeah there, there is was. yeah um so the very fa- on... it's, it's one of those like give me whatever like oh, give, yeah, me yeah. Balanced balanced. Or give me balance yeah. yeah so i'm playing balanced and i'm i'm dying not regularly but like enough for i'm like this is more than i would expect from a game like this but yeah um but yeah it's like uh, the, the bits that are and it's, it becomes difficult to talk about a game like this, right? For specifically the reason that you're talking that you said, where it was like the amount of money behind this thing is very obvious, right? Like just from the presentation and yeah. the the animation and the voice acting are just spectacular. Like Mimir is still oh, forgot God, unreal. Like the the, the obviously Kratos and um, Atreus are like incredibly well acted. I, they always I have been. And... I don't. I think Atreus is okay. He's I I don't know whether that changes over time, but Atreus seems like the least depth to the character well, not depth is the wrong word, but like the most predictable performance, I think, out the whole thing. I, I think the rest of them do something interesting. And I think maybe I just don't maybe I just have a thing about like it's very difficult to do kids in games, even like teen like I was gonna say, teens. yeah, I think it's hard it's hard to judge based on the fact that his character is a shithead teenager yeah I think so it's that's not probably that's probably the thing You're it's not right. helping yeah um but obviously like kratos is incredible that guy yeah. does an amazing job yeah the thing so the thing that i like the most um it was this kind of the same that i liked from god of war one is their interpretation of norse mythology oh, yeah. yeah where so they're back in god of war one like their interpretation of the whole story of like balder and stuff like that which is like my favorite story from the whole of yep. the poetic edda and all yeah. that stuff was really really cool and i i really liked how they handled it and it was great and seeing how they twisted that balder character was amazing and then in the opening of uh ragnarok where they have thor and Odin, yeah where thor thor is about right because in the the stories you don't get a lot of stuff about Thor. All you learn is that he's got red hair and a red beard, mm-hmm. and that works. And like the thing that the people people were looking at when we were talking about Fat Thor, and like which is fair, like he's yeah. got the belly and stuff like that. But like the thing that I see him in is like you know those like world's strongest man builders. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know uh-huh. how they're all like really round. Yep. That's kind of what I saw in that Thor, yes. and it makes sense considering the opening to that game. Like he's obviously not like sluggish and like fat yeah, no, or he whatever. Can he's just show you, he's yeah. fucking stacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like they're they're um, I like they're the way they handle Mjolnir and stuff like that. That's all really cool. Um, the favorite thing by far so far is their interpretation of Odin. Odin's oh, man, such a such a cool twist on who that character. Not twist, but like weird interpretation of who that character is because again yeah. you don't get a lot about like what odin looks like in the stories yeah, yeah. but you get the thing the thing at the core of odin is that he is this guy that is like pathologically obsessed with knowledge yep. because he like he knows his death is coming so he's trying to like learn a way to stop it and he's gaining all this knowledge so him and ragnarok being this weird kind of like a bit sleazy mafiosa boss type guy yeah. who is like manipulating people and like working the situation to be like okay obviously i know everything and i know better than you so here's what we're gonna do and here's you're gonna do this because i'm telling you to do it it's very it's still very odin yeah but it is a very modern interpretation of it where he is just shrewd and 
calculating and knows whereas in the old stories he is just like this fucking crazy guy who like does whatever he can to learn stuff he's a lot more there's a there's a there's a a weird mentality behind this modern interpretation of which i really really like and obviously voice acting wise is incredible yeah like because it is what's that guy's name richard schiff um toby from west wing as most people would know like just spectacular performance and again like once you see him once you see what they're doing with that character and once you see how like you said that interpretation or that telling of it it works incredibly well and like he, yeah he's brilliant it's one of the coolest interpretations of Odin and see, I've seen see that in scene modern media so again they're, they're doing the they're doing the thing for the first game um the the kind of like one shot thing like where there's no cuts oh, like they are but they're they're doing a lot looser this time where it feels there are kind of like fades to white and fades to black a little bit but a lot of it is like when you're tra- when you're doing traveling but a lot of it is like single shot like tracking shots or thing and the scene like very early on where where Kratos and Atreus meet Thor and Odin for the first time just the thing that got me about that scene was that there's so much silence in a game that and it's just these yeah giant both like mentally and physically giants just like staring each other down trying to like outplay each other yeah and it's the, just... the, the scene the scene where they meet Thor at the first time and it is like both Thor and Kratos just don't say anything no it's just them sitting at a table, they both put their weapons down, they pour this mead, mm. and like, it is, you can see it, you're right, it's the, it's the weird sort of like, stare down, mm. where like, Thor takes the mead and offers it to Atreus, but then Kratos has to be the one that stops him, and yeah, it's and a, it, it's such a well, the whole, there's a lot of things in that game that are really well directed, like yeah. it is, cinematography wise, it is like really well framed, yeah. and they do a bunch of cool stuff. But that and, scene is just so well done. It's and it's, obviously yeah. like like narratively, this is the this is the second um, the follow on from the first game, which was a lot about Kratos learning how to be a parent and how to actually be look a after dad, a child yeah. and how to like to guide them. Which I think I think it was I can't remember if it was an interview with like actually the developers or or whether it was an interpretation by uh, somebody else. But it was like what ha- like the first game is like how you bring up your kids to look after themselves and then this game is about yeah. what happens when your kid goes further and you can't do that anymore and you start to yeah. see that bits of that early on where you're like that again that scene in particular where uh where where thor offers them the mead and like kratos very gently get a gets in between them and is like nope mm. we're st- i'm still doing this protective part of it and like i'm still doing it. and it's all very subtle it's all visual it's all just act like pure acting like there's not a lot of um yeah the, it's, the, it's right not there. like it's no mechanic and it's not voice acting it's just direction yeah. like it is just how this is done and how those two characters are playing off each other yeah it's great so it's, it's yeah. so good there's so many scenes like that that are yeah. just brilliant and obviously like like going through it like brock and sindri are still great oh god they're so good fucking they're incredible mimir is so brilliant yeah like mimir is such an amazing the i i, I sent this to you but it's the best thing because it is Obviously, I I can't remember who the voice actor is for Mimir, but he does he does our accent like he does West of Scotland yep. like that is yep. that is exactly what he does. And the line the line where with Brock and Sindri where he says, uh, "I'll show you minimal damage, you wee fuck." <laughs> yeah, it is a line that only works in our accent. It works so well with our accent, and it doesn't work as effectively without it. That. They they know exactly what they're doing and how to play that character. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's so, it's so well done. Um, um, the, act, uh, the actor's name's um, Alistair Duncan. He mainly does video game Alistair stuff. Duncan. I've seen, but is is was born in Edinburgh. So like, yeah, sure, he, yeah, it makes total he's, sense. He's got yeah. The, yeah, lots of lots of 
video game stuff. Uh, nothing else I really know. Is there anything that would know? Or? Uh, there's a name from Mass Effect, but... Uh, oh, sure. Okay. Uh, nothing. A lot of additional voices, and, and this okay. is definitely the biggest I mean, thing. He, yeah, he fucking kills it as a character. It. So, like, yeah, it's that's, it's yeah. so, so good. Um, but yeah... I, I think all of that stuff, like there's absolutely zero faults with it. Like the presentation of that thing is yeah. is kind of yeah. just spectacular. When you start to get into the game part of it, I start to get a little bit more middling. I think like it's more, it's definitely more of it's more of the same. Oh, well, not more of the same. It's more of like the good stuff from the last game. But there's something about. So I, I've seen a lot of complaints or or like annoyances with. A thing that happened in that again is shared by Horizon, I think, where if you're trying to like solve a puzzle or something like that, like they will be that some people will will be very quick, like the vocalizations will be very quick to go, hey, maybe you should try this thing, maybe you should try this thing. Like apparently, a lot of people are complaining in this game that like that happens way too quickly and way too much, and I'm getting none of that to a fault, and I don't know whether I've just got in weird situations or not but i don't feel like i'm getting enough of that in the game like there's a particular section where it's kind of hard to explain but like um in the mines there's a section where you've got to bring like two objects into the middle so you can kind of run across them to get to a to a section yeah yeah and one of the mechanics in that game obviously you've got your your axe that can create frost and one of the things they show you very quickly in the mines is if you throw it at like the aqueducts or the, the trails of water that come through, you can freeze it and redirect water to like wheels and platforms and all that kind of stuff. That section, when I got there, took me a long time to figure out what the fuck I was supposed to do, partly because it was a little bit, um, it wasn't that intuitive, to be honest, about what you were supposed to do in that bit. Like I could mm, see all the mm. bits, but there was one bit I just missed and it just didn't make logical sense to me at the time. But like, once I sent Atreus over to the bit where he's supposed to be, it didn't. That nobody talked after that, and I'm just sitting here throwing axes at things, going, "But the f- I'm missing something here. Uh, somebody sure. should tell okay, me something." Yeah. And then eventually, I figured out what it was. It was like there was no way I would have figured that out. So it's weird. Stuff. I think because I there are some moments where I kind of had the opposite, where I felt like they were saying it too much, mm. where like i i had got it like i knew what i was supposed mm-hmm. to be doing but i was either like missing or doing something and someone yep. was saying hey you should maybe yeah. look at that and i was like i know i'm doing it it's, like it's, i can see it yes i definitely had a couple of them where i was i the i appreciate it would be difficult for the game to know this but there should be a point where it goes like you've quite clearly figured out what you have to do it's just an execution thing at this point and that's the point where people yeah. shut the fuck up but like it could yeah i definitely had a couple of moments where it was like i just can't hit the fucking thing just give me a minute all right um but um yeah like yes i I, i've definitely had both ends of that spectrum but i've never heard anyone say like they weren't vocal enough but that particular section just really burned me where i was like you Mm, needed to mm. there was a bit of tutorialization you didn't do here that you needed to do um but i think the other thing as well um i'm (sighs) getting lost is probably strong but like there's less of a sense of kind of forward progression in some of those areas where a lot of the areas kind of wind in on each other or they like drop down into levels and go under and stuff like that where it's very difficult to know like where you've been and where you're coming from and the map is like not that useful like at that macro level about like seeing different paths and all that kind of stuff where i get like lost a couple of times where i was like where is this that same area that i came from with the thing um 
And there's definitely a feeling as well of like, obviously this is in, in a bunch of video games, but it's also very true of like these type of games, like especially these Sony type of games where you're like, you're about to drop down into an area. You're like, cool, this is a fight. Like you can see the combat area. Bit yeah, of yeah, it. it's very obvious combat. It's very arena, obvious yeah. there. Um, so there's less surprise when stuff happens like that. But but like genuinely, yeah, like I'm, I am, I am really enjoying what's there. Uh, I am interested to see again narratively where it kind of goes. The there's a couple of bits where I'm just like, again, the bit I just finished, the bit I explained at the start, like, yeah. I assume that we'll come back to why that was there, but it didn't feel like it was needed at that point. Mm. Like it felt a bit superfluous because nothing was really achieved except for a little, maybe a little bit of like narrative setting. But like, I, I think the thing is like, obviously this is a long game. And also like, as is now the pattern, it appears to be, this is also 70 quid. Like this is a 69 99 game, yeah, the base version. Yeah. Like, yes, it's going to be long because you kind of have to start justifying it at that. Um, but like, they are—they have been so tight with a lot of the story up till now. That was the first moment. I was like, hmm, why did this happen? Like, I assume there's going to be something here, and you did get a little bit of like direct conversation that didn't involve Kratos, which I thought was quite good as well. That was like kind of fleshing that out a little bit. But I, I don't know. We'll need to see how it goes. But generally, like, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I'm hoping that the again the combat doesn't get in the roads for me because that's less of an attraction for me like it's fun when it's there but like if you start getting if it starts getting too much and it starts really getting in the road of the rest of the game like i might just turn it down and just like see what the what the game does but um yeah just like i'm glad that games like this can still like this still exist where there's a place where you can pump just untold amounts of money in yeah ungodly amounts of funds to just yeah just pump out this amazing looking well made like it is obviously like i i don't know did this thing, i assume this game had crunch right was there any reports about i, I like, don't know like I, I i follow a few people online that, that were involved in the process and nobody really talked about it but it's hard to know whether that's that's yeah i i i, I would it assume is, is, i would take some guess that that's going to be a thing but definitely yeah. they're not to the same scale as like what happened at naughty dog and what happened to at rockstar sure, like yeah. not to the same degree that i can tell anyway um but yeah so but, yeah, so, yeah it's, a, it's a thing that you can very see very much see the amount of money the amount of skill mm. and the amount of effort that has been put into making that thing it yeah. like it, it ekes it from all of its everywhere like it's just this mm. big impressive thing yeah um and again like, but, like yeah i'm yeah. glad like I'm, I'm glad video games like this exist like yeah. i like Yes. big spectacle huge money video games like yep. that is great for sure especially when they are like it, it, it helps that i am like super invested in like norse mythology so i mm. keep seeing stuff and being like hey that's cool i get what that yep. is and like yeah it's great it's it's super i i i'm really into this game i think it's really really cool but i i understand there are problems with yeah, it yeah. obviously but like oh, it's, yeah, yeah of course there's going to be um also like just technically like there's some stuff in there where Again, I have the moment I love, which is like I physically don't know how they're doing parts of this. Like again, the the single shot thing. Like this is not a huge spoiler because it happens very early on, and also it's like it's very similar to what happens to a bunch of fights in the first game. But like Kratos fucking flies, like goes massive distances in like yeah. one shot, and like falls hundreds of thousands of meters and gets blasted through shit, all this kind of stuff. And it's like I understand, like obviously, like. 
PS5 architecture built entirely to do exactly this kind of thing, like load shit really quickly. But like still the stuff that they managed to pull off in this game is just incredible. Like how you're loading giant areas that quickly to just do stuff with. It's yeah, technically it's just astounding, that thing. Um yeah, it, I I I am looking forward to doing a bunch more of it. So, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's Ragnarok. Um there was just a couple of um things want to quit uh, also oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah sorry if we're hitting for, news are we hitting news yeah just about update is that the new character in guilty gear strive is uh sin kisk who is uh kai's son who was in exord he is the dude with the staff who eats uh big beef legs in the middle oh, cool. of combat okay uh he is super super cool he is exactly my kind of character he's got like like long-range normals and like really cool like movement options and stuff like that um super excited so he comes he literally comes out on thursday of the mm-hmm. week that this is getting recorded so the 24th mm-hmm. uh so i've i already have my my guilty gear my now quote-unquote my now professional guilty gear player uh <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna run some how, run some sets on sin how is that game doing character dlc is it just like free updates or is it like paid it's paid dlc, paid it's, DLC. It's, it's um it's uh season passes that's that's right. the got you so it's on season two right now okay so it's four characters so, per season right, so this okay. is halfway through season two cool that makes sense um so yeah so a couple of things i want to hit um also just like I, I don't have a story for this but like the watching the footage coming out of that new pokemon game is yeah frightening actually like that that game can come out in that state and like it, it's really weird right because like i'm seeing it kind of everywhere like you see it all over twitter and like i'm seeing a bunch of it on tiktok and stuff like that as well from of people coming into this there's a lot of conflation of like just shit you do to make a video game work that can sometimes mm, be visible mm. like hey the draw distance isn't great or like the thing that happens a lot in these kind of in, in games like this, which is like you cut the frame rate of animations when they're a certain amount of distance from you, but it's not been calibrated well enough to be like so people are just like dancing at five frames a second in the background of a scene, and you're like, I understand how that can yeah. happen, and it's like you just have to you're dealing with an underpowered underpowered system at this point, like you just have to kind of do that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then there is the stuff that is just like fucking broken, which is like characters just spinning heads and arms constantly, like cutscenes breaking. My favorite one I saw was um so the, like these games are like pseudo open world, right? They're like Yeah. Yeah. The 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 the, the grasslands areas are now yeah. all kind of open world. Yeah. So the thing that happens when you throw a Pokeball or start a Pokemon fight is like you and the Pokemon will like reorientate yourselves to the position where it kind of looks like a kind of third person like more traditional Pokemon fight style camera angle. But what's happening is that the game is reorientating the player character onto like islands. So like there's like a like a little lake and an island in the middle of it with maybe like yeah, an item or something yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. It's reorientating the player onto the island. They're having the fight and then they're stuck on this island because they don't have surf. Like it's moved them onto <laughs> this island and then they're stuck there. And you're like, yeah, the fuck? Like you can't. Like that's not an easy fix, but it is one of those things that you're like, ah, probably should have found that. Um, it's wild. But again, we are kind of in some the, of this stuff is great. We yeah, are kind of, of in that so position where. It's fucking, it's Pokemon, right? It's going to sell hundreds of thousands of copies. Oh yeah, who like, cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's... how good does it need to be? But this is the first one I've seen in a while that's like, even Pokemon fans are like, mm, <laughs> this so, is a bit. Sword, Sword and Shield was pretty broken, and people 
I think it's a similar sort of situation to the to the 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 reaction of people between like Skyrim and Fallout Four, right? Mm. Where Skyrim was super super bugged and people were like, "Yeah, whatever, it's a Bethesda game." Yeah, exactly. And Fallout Four came out and people it was super bugged and people were like, "Yeah, it's a Fallout game, but this is maybe a bit far." Yeah. Sword and Shield was kind of broken. There was a lot of really weird problems in Sword and Shield, and people were like, "Oh, it's the new Pokemon game on Switch, whatever." Yeah. Now it has happened again. Yeah. And it's worse. People are now being like, uh, maybe this is this is not great. I, I, um, I think it'd also be a different conversation if it wasn't a Nintendo game as well, which sure, like, yeah, as well. at least with like your Bethesda game or like any studio like of a reasonable size putting a game of this size, like you very quickly get patches that explicitly say, "Here's what we fixed and here's what we know about." And there's like there's this initial process of like, here are the big things that everyone's talking about. Here's the patch that fixes them. Like Nintendo generally are very much more apprehensive about like patch notes and stuff like that as well or like or even timelines on patches so you're like is this gonna get this is probably i would assume this is parts of this are gonna get fixed but also like who knows like like the time investment like who are you really gonna please with this thing like do you just put that money into the next game that's coming out next year and make that one better or do you just not fucking bother because it's pokemon right all that kind of stuff um the fact that nintendo game makes that stuff slightly slightly more difficult i think my favorite one that i saw today i think it was today on twitter was um it was the the, the tweet was just titled like um something like oh god this is just an, a fnaf jump scare <laughs> and it, it's just a kid sitting in a cave like mid cutscene, mm. and then for like three frames like a big bear pokemon appears right in the middle of the screen and then disappears again right and i was like what how does that happen it's like mid cut scene and it's yeah it's yeah there's so there's so many weird things that it's 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 the part of my brain that makes me go i really want to know how video games are made because i want to know why this is broken you'll never play like, a video game again because it'll just fall that's apart what i mean right yeah. yeah um the the only one i literally saw a clip before we started recording of like somebody goes into a cut scene and like the camera's like up up on high to the left and the character they're quite obviously supposed to talk to like slowly walks into frame and then just continues to walk past them and walks out of frame again and then immediately like slides back in in front of you to start the conversation and this whole process is like 20 25 seconds of just this character slowly walking um yeah it's great um so a couple of interesting uh news stories um we talked or i talked on here about immortality a game which i still have very mixed feelings on that game came out on ios um, I remember I was talking at the time and me going, there's a lot of nudity and sexual content in that game. There is no way that game is coming out for iOS, like in that state. I remember, yeah, I know um, that story. Yeah. And then that game came out on iOS in that state, 100% yep. uncut. Full nudity and sex. Everything in yep. there. So, and it was really fascinating like that this happened, right? The only thing I can think of... Um, so yeah, I mean that the story is it came out August twenty ninth. It came, oh, sorry, that was the original launch date. It came out um, what was that November sixteenth to iOS. Um, the only thing I can think of is it's launched. It's done on iOS via Netflix, like it's their it's their oh, game right, publishing okay, sure. thing. Or I don't know what it, like it's is available from the Polygon article. Uh, it's now available on iPhone or iOS devices, free to Netflix subscribers. So like I've downloaded a bunch of games. On the on Android via the Netflix thing as well, just because they do sure. much free, like into the breach is via this as well on Android. Took out that for free, um, so it's via that. 
I wonder if there's some there's two things I can think of. One is like it's done through Netflix, so Netflix just pays whatever needs to happen to bypass whatever rule this is, and it's like fine. Or because it's coming through Netflix and you need to have a Netflix account, which means it's some degree of age rating and you can't get it normally through the app store. So somehow it circumvents whatever the like no sex on the iOS store rule. I have no idea. My guess is the only way this appears is via something like a Netflix. But it's still kind of wild that that game exists uncut. Yeah, of course. On, yeah, on that game, on that device. Like some sort of cutting. Yeah. It's also like that game is hundred percent video, so it's a pretty large download. Just FYI. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's out now. Um, this was just funny. Um, it's one of those moments where you go like, some PR company was involved in this, and they should be shot out of the nearest cannon. Um, the UK Treasury launched a Discord channel. Yeah, the this Brit- was so fucking funny. Brit- I had like I had two people on the inside when this thing oh, launched, yeah? and it it was it was a very entertaining afternoon. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So again, this is I'm just going to read verbatim from the Kataka article about this. The current British government, now on to its third Prime Minister since 2019 and rocked by a combination of scandals, gross malicious incompetence, is facing an uphill battle to simply avoid complete destruction at the next general election, let alone win it. What better time then for one of its most important ministries to launch a Discord channel to connect with the youth? Um, as the Guardian reports through the decision... Oh, sorry. As the Guardian reports, though, the decision by the UK Treasury was immediately met with a, quote, torrent of abuse... And that's despite launching as a read-only channel, meaning that while users could join yeah. and read things left by its admin, they could not type anything themselves. So instead, yeah, what they, they did could was... do what they didn't do is turn off reactions. Yep. That is what they didn't do. Um, to which the picture that they put up of um, the statement by new chancellor's director Jeremy Hunt just using the letter emoji to spell "cunt" underneath. Yep. So the the the, the three things that got spelled out the most on posts that my. The people on my inside saw were cunt, cum, and uh, fuck Tories. That yep. was the the good, three that came up. Couple of them as yeah, well. All, um, all good stuff. Yeah. Lots, lots of European flags as well, which I thought was pretty. Oh good. yeah, there was that as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of Scotland, England, Ireland, Wales. Bunch of middle fingers. Um, apparently, at some point, they disabled the eggplant emoji. I don't know. Um, also the one thing they can't control is the usernames that you show per channel because Discord lets you configure usernames per channel. Yeah. So people just come again yeah. as Jeffrey Epstein and shit like that and it's like Oh good. Yeah. yeah. Um, just great. Just just spectacular. Just like why? Why? It's it's such a massive self-inflicted wound. Like what are you out of all of the all of the departments in the UK government that could possibly do a Discord channel, right? Like, the US Army did their Twitch thing for a while before they get fucking bullied off that platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does the UK military do it? Does the SAS do it? Does some other, like, quote-unquote, cool department do it? No, it's the UK Treasury. Like, yeah. what, What are you trying to connect to? Which PR agency said, you know what you should do? As an indi- as a, a department that is facing a bunch of turmoil that is ram fucking the rest of the country, you know, what would be really good if you do. You should have a Discord channel, and it's like yeah, go and connect with the youths on Discord. Yeah. Fucking just, just, just bonkers. It's such a dumb idea. Just yeah, like it's bonkers. so crazy. It's it's also it's like the prime sort of situation where someone in some department in the government has been like, oh yeah, you connect to the youth through Discord. Like yeah. people are on Discord all the time with like nobody in the government 
actually knowing what Discord is or how Discord works, yep. so they did not think of how horrific it was going to end up. Yeah. And it ended up just as horrific as anybody who knows how Discord works would have thought it was. Yeah. It's and like, I don't, wild. Yeah. Because it's not even like you can... Like, it makes sense for them to be on some, like, Twitter where they can, like, post a thing that can then get shared and get a message around, right? But you can't, like... You can't cross-share from Discord, can you? Like, cross-discords? Like, you can't... Like, nobody could take a message that was sent in the UK Treasury Discord, which is an insane sentence, and, like, post it to their friends and be like, look how good the UK Treasury... Like, it doesn't even make sense from, like, an engagement point of view. It's just... It's just pointless. It's... I don't... Oh. Great. Yeah, it's wild. It was such a crazy idea. One of the screenshots that I, I saw of this thing had, like, the cunt spelled out in in emoji, and, like... The, as the screenshot was being taken the number was rolling over again like it was going that quickly it was oh it was great it's, Abs- it's good absolutely it's good. excellent um the um the mick garden situation took a turn as well oh over god the week. yeah and um, so for people i'm following i don't know if we talked about this on here before because it kind of we did when it when, when, did it, when first it first happened, happened we talked when when mick made his like first statement we yeah. talked about it and then that was um so basically the the insinuation from from mick garden musician um for famously for the doom games but like musician all over all over games at this point i'm uh, sorry no no no. famously for the prey soundtrack i'll have you know yes yeah um, that game that everybody knows and loves that aren't that, just us. Exactly. But. Um, but also, sorry, also known for the Doom soundtrack. Um, basically insinuating that um, he had a lot of, there were a lot of issues with him and the audio director on Doom at id Software and the head of id Software and a lot of ill feelings towards them. Um, where So this was from, um, so th- that was the original accusation and then uh, Marty Stratton put out a statement on Reddit. It was like an open letter saying, here's here's our side of what this was going to be. And then again, McGordon put out his full st- another full statement that was about the, th- about the thing. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you should you should go and read. Um, but there was, yeah. but the, the latest update is like his full statement um, and then a text post on Twitter from id Software that basically said everything Mick Garden is saying is a lie and we have receipts which is a wild thing to say because you better fucking have them like if that's the kind of statement you're going to make if this goes to court which it sounds like it like based on the how much money we're talking about here and the not even money like um uh like prestige at this point like at this point it feels like Ed is kind of out to just to stop you from working with this man again which is wild considering his his legacy at this point but yeah so there's a giant medium post from from Mick Gordon outlining everything he's got with his screenshots and his all of his stuff in there it's a long 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 time and then it's put like it put an image text statement that was like it's all lies and we have receipts without posting their stuff which one of two things either it's a bluff and they don't or yeah legal processes have been started and they can't so who knows i get the feeling we'll hear more about this but man this is yeah yeah i get the feeling that like that this is going to go on for a while yeah this is this is going to be a thing um but man it just sucks like from a thing that was yeah absolutely. that is so cool and from a guy that seems so genuine and so genuine in his love for the product like for it to go for that to end up here is just it's bananas it really is um, and then the last thing I've got here, just a, a, a hell of a cup, 
fucking couple of years for Yujinaka. Just just oh, a God. hell of a couple of years. How far are our boy has fallen yeah, so from Yujinaka, yeah. co-creator of Sonic Hedgehog, former head of Sonic Team last year, uh, Balan Wonderworld game. Sorry, sorry, 2021's game of the year, Balan Wonderworld. Yes. Uh, a spectacular 2021 smash hit Balan Wonderworld. A spectacular or baffling spectacularly baffling piece of software that I've never quite got over it at this point. Um Yeah. We're all still reeling from Balan Wonderworld. Yeah, World. so there was all of that stuff, and then Sonic Frontiers, which I assume he would have been involved in this time, although don't uh, confirm that. Maybe, um, yeah. Which is provoking conversation, let's say, Sonic Frontiers, which appears to be yes. a lot of people, the, the kind it, of general the general feeling I'm seeing. He's from- doing... Is doing more for Sonic than Sonic has done for himself in the last yes. several years. There's, that wasn't made by that uh, Christian Whitehead guy because Sonic yeah. Mania was great. Yes, but, that's, yeah. but it seems like there's the, the a lot of the comments I'm seeing out of it is like there's some grains of some really good stuff in here, but it's just covered by a layer of not good. Um, yeah, that is yeah. is not worth it. So yeah, then uh, November eighteenth from this Polygon article, Sonic creator Yuji Naka arrested for insider trading. Um, mm-hmm. is said to have bought stock in Dragon Quest developer based on inside information while at Square Enix. So currently, this is all this is accusation. This is not confirmed, but he has been he has been arrested. Um, Special Investigations Unit of the Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office made the arrest. Said that Naka bought ten thousand shares in Aiming, uh, Aiming, which apparently is the studio capital A Aiming, um, for about uh two point eight million yen, which is about twenty thousand dollars. After learning about Dragon Quest Tact in late January, but before the announcement of the game the following month, the assumption is that he was hoping to profit from an increase in share price after the announcement and release of the game. Although based on current reporting, it's not clear if he did actually sell the shares. I don't know if that matters in cases like this. I'm not. A, I'm not a lawyer. I don't I have no know. Idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his arrest on Friday follows those of two other former Square Enix employees a day earlier on same charges. Taisuke Suzaki and Fumaki Suzuki are. Uh, said by investigators to have bought 47 million yen, which is $336,000 worth of stock between 2019 and 2020 after they learned of the existence of the game in November 2019. Uh, yeah. Wild. <laughs> like, in terms of, like, things that could, things that would really affect the head of Sonic team and the man responsible for Sonic. Insider trading was not high on my list of things. I did, that could yeah, really... did not expect insider trading. That was that's new. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, wild, absolutely wild. Um, so I'm assuming that will that will develop as well. Um, yep. And then the last thing I've got here, um, not really news because there's not much more than the headline. The PlayStation VR two has a date and a price. Um, it is arriving February twenty second. Uh, pre-orders are live and it is let me just get the uk price because it is different the normal box which is the headset and two controllers and headphones apparently whether that's in- yeah some kind of headphones included in it yeah 522.99 pounds 549 dollars 599 euros um which is the he- yeah headset controllers and stereo headphones there's also a Horizon Call of the Mountain bundle, bundle, which is like the the flagship game for that thing, which is all of that plus a copy of the game, which is five hundred sixty nine ninety nine pounds. Um, they're also Jeez. selling a charging station for forty quid for the controllers. Um, that's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> I, there's for not sure. much more to say than that. That is a lot of money. It places that's it a lot of money. Yeah, it places it between 
the Quest 2, like the kind of more mainstream headset at this point, which I think is 250, or I think it jumped, I can't remember. Um, and the Index, which is still a grand. Like, it places it basically squarely between those two things. Um, yeah. Which technically, from a, from a hardware point of view, is also kind of in the middle of those two things. A lot of the Insider, um, or people who have actually had their hands on it, says it's a it's one of the best headsets out there, like, in terms of, like, design and comfort and visuals and mm. all that kind of stuff. Mm. But it's £549. Like, it's yeah. it's it's a lot of money. And the, the, the titles, they don't have a lot of titles listed here. I mean, so I'm just reading the PlayStation blog post, the announcement. Um, they don't have a game list. They have a lot of hardware spec announcements here, but they don't have a lot of game lists. But like, it's Call of the Wild and a bunch of stuff that already exists, like the the new, the newest Walking Dead one. It's actually quite good. I actually meant to pick it up at some point because that oh, I watched, sure. I watched okay. somebody play it, and it's actually like there's some really cool ideas in here that I had, I didn't actually know about. Um, that's coming, obviously, like Beat Saber and a bunch of the other games are there. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the big VR hits are going to hit there. Also, no confirmation about whether it's PC compatible. I think that's a much... Again, it's £550, but you've got an extra argument there where, like, if it's also a PC compatible headset, like, then you've got more of an argument for, like, sure, your, your, yeah, your more hardcore VR person is like, okay, this is a really good piece of hardware that I can also use on my PC and get access to all of that stuff then you've maybe got more of an argument, but that's a lot of money, especially right now, especially when people are kind of strapped for cash. February, especially post-Christmas, especially in that February window when like... Yeah, funds funds are low post-Christmas. I am... Yeah. Which which is really disappointing, right? Because the original PlayStation VR did a lot for vr right it was a very attainable sure, priced yeah. headset it sold the message that was kind of that was kind of the thing that sold it was yeah. its price like it was a very easy entry point into vr exactly and it sold the it sold the experience for a lot of people because a, a lot of people knew somebody who had a headset that you could go try and, and do all that kind of stuff this is very much not that this is this is this is a enthusiast purchase and even then like yeah i wouldn't pick this up and i quite like vr and I was actually going like, hmm, like my original Oculus like is showing its age. Maybe I should update. And then I'm just like, nah, mm. there's no, there's nothing, there's yeah, nothing to update to. Like if this was to get a PC compatibility thing or something makes it work, maybe, maybe even then it's a maybe. Like I, I, I don't know what, sure, I'd, yeah. what I'd do with it. Um, but yeah, that's everything I've got here. Was there anything else? No, that was all. Uh, of that. I, I, I very quickly. Mm. I want to tell a story. Story yeah, yeah. very quickly that I've heard please, talk about. Please. So, the reason the reason that I was uh, traveling at the weekend was because I was going up to Dundee with my friend and or a group of our, my friends to go and support my friend who is a Guilty Gear player. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, at um, SEL, which is like the Scottish e- esports league. Okay. Like it's the a big esports event up in Dundee. Um. She had made it to top eight for Guilty Gear, so, and it's like it was like her first time in a live tournament setting. So we're all like, "Oh, we'll all come up and we'll support you," because mm-hmm. uh, she's only been playing fighting games for six months and like all that stuff. Super proud of her; like she's yeah, done yeah. amazingly, and she's she's in the place that she's in. Um, and so we we were helping her, and we made jokes for for weeks where we were like, "Oh, we're all gonna go, and it's gonna be great. We're gonna be a group. We're gonna get signs. It's gonna be fantastic." <laughs> And like we were doing it, um, day comes around. They were, were all waiting on our train and stuff like that, or like our train that was actually a replacement bus because Dundee got of hell weather over yeah, the weekend. Yeah. But um, and 
they turn up at the station and stuff like that. And her partner uh, goes, "Oh, do you you should you should so- show them what you've done." I was like, "Okay, what did you do?" She opens up her bag and pulls out these uh, Amazon cut up Amazon boxes, right? And has made signs for all of us <laughs> randomly. We didn't actually want to make signs, but she because her partner is an artist, oh, and so cool. it was just like, okay. "Oh yeah, I had spare time, so I made these signs." So she made. She made one that was just like her 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 online handle that people could hold up. She had one that was she plays Testament, who is the the yep, yep. top hat English lady. Yep. Uh, so she drew Testament sipping tea, and then wrote one that said "It's tea time" because that's something that Excellent. Testament says. They had one that was uh, uh, hit the six p, which is like one of Testament's best moves is her six p, and they made one specifically for me. That was just that just had it's raw written on it because <laughs> when I was helping her watching her play games and stuff like that, the thing that she tended to do a lot was do what's called a raw super, which is just like throw out your super without like a combo or something to confirm it. Like, but just you throw it out. Usually, it shouldn't work because most people would just block it. Mm. Like, there's no reason to just throw out your super. But she had random crazy success just randomly throwing out her super, and every single time she did it. One of the people that I follow in the FGC has this thing where when he watches people's playtape and sees that he screams, it's fucking raw at the top of his nice. voice. Excellent. So okay. I just started saying that in her gameplay. So she made me a sign that said, it's raw. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, that, I really appreciate it. That's cool. Excellent. Uh, so we all went up to the D and we, it was, it was, it was, it was so weird. So we get to this place. It's like a theater in a, a unique building. Mm-hmm. In Dundee, I, I'm I'm flicking through it, their Twitter feed right now, just seeing pictures it, from the event. Yeah, yeah, so so this is the thing: we get there, and it is we get in the lobby, and they're like, "Oh, it's open. You can just sit down or whatever." So we go in and sit down, and it's while they're having their like to player conversation. Yep. Of like, here's how it's going to work, and here's what you do, and all that stuff. So we were just sitting in the crowd and whatever, and they were setting up. And we noticed like the crowd's pretty light, mm-hmm. so there's not many people. So we all break out the signs mm-hmm. and we're like, we're like sitting, getting ready or whatever. And we have the signs and uh, the players, like Han, Hannah's at the front talking to everybody. One of the players turns around and sees the signs and points at us. <laughs> and it's like, they've got signs. <laughs> or like, <laughs> and we were like, yeah. And they were like, that's amazing. What is it? And they started reading the signs. And they were like, and they read the one that was her handle. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, are they for you? And she was like, yeah, they're for me. And we were like, yeah, we made these signs. Um, um, so we, it, was, it was a very, she, she really super appreciated it. But every single time she looked at it, she looked like the most disappointed parent ever. Oh, yeah, it was really excellent. funny. Um, but it got to the games and the crowd still not had bulked out. It was not, it was kind of like, we basically were the crowd not a lot all of it we, we but when i say that i mean in terms of like energy yeah, yeah like we were treating it like it was fucking evil so we were shouting and screaming and like making jokes and like clapping and like doing a whole bunch of stuff and like we the the commentators were like commenting and be like oh my god the crowd's going wild and stuff and the, the 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 people who were captured not in pictures and stuff were like running up to us being like hold up the signs like we need to see the signs and they were like taking photos we're like fuck it this is going wild like we are we're basically like carrying this tournament from a crowd perspective and like they cam the pan they they pan the cameras down 
when the commentators were talking, being like, oh yeah, the crowd's going crazy, people, hold up the saints! So we were like holding up the saints to the camera on stream and stuff. And so yeah, it was really fun. What it was, was it was just really fun to be live watching fighting games again and being like the fighting game community again. So yeah. you got to be that kind of like rowdy, scrappy, sort of like just shouting and screaming at people. Um, it was really fun, but man, we were we were not the rest of that crowd we were just going for it and it was it was really funny it was so there were so many moments where like because it was weird they had that you don't do this normally in tournaments because it is awkward for the players where there was the crowd at the back and then the players were facing us mm. so the 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 screen they were playing on was like uh facing out to the script the the crowd mm-hmm. so the players were facing us as they were playing yep. and every so often when my friend was playing, she'd like look at us <laughs> and we were like holding the signs and screaming and stuff like that. And the, it was really funny, but the best moment was she did it. She did the raw super. Yeah. Like, and beforehand I said to her, like I was talking to her about it. And I was like, I know you're going to raw super, like you're going to do it and it's fine. Just don't do it more than once. Cause you won't get away with it. Like mm. most players, may, they might randomly get hit by it once, but the second you do it, they're going to be like, all oh, right, she's fucking crazy. I'm just going to block all the time. And she was like, I was like, yeah, don't do it, but don't. And she was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. She does it. She hits the raw super. I hold up my sign and scream it's raw. And she immediately hits the raw super and wins around and locks eyes with me in the crowd. <laughs> as if to say, I told you told I was going to so. do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I told you so. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right, sure, whatever, it's fucking raw. It gets to, it's 2-2 in terms of rounds. So it's the last round and it's two games. Mm-hmm. And it's game one of that round. And she does it again. She does the raw super, but the guy stands in her face, blocks and punishes it. Oh. And she then looks at me and I was like, yeah, like I just had a shit. I like shook my head in the ground. I was like, I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> like it's, and I, but the best thing was that I, I, I shouldn't have done this, but it was really funny. She got hit with the raw super for the other guy. Yeah. So the guy, the guy walked up and or like run up because he was playing Sol and Sol players don't know how to walk. He runs up to her and instead of like going in and doing a thing, does the the blue Roman cancel, which is basically like puts you back to neutral. Mm. So he does a burst and goes back to neutral. So she he runs up. She thinks he's gonna do something, so does a move to counter it. He blue Roman cancels immediately raw supers and gets hit. Mm. So the, she then locks eyes with me for a third time and I slowly hold up the sign that says it's raw. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I was like, I'm sorry, but it was. like This, this is too funny to not do. Yeah. It was too funny to not do. But man, it was so fun. It was so ridiculously funny. Cool. Um, it was so great. Like just being in a live crowd again is so good. But Nice. Yeah, so it kind of, it kind of like reinvigorated my my love of the FGC. So I might start going with her to like the locals and yeah, stuff like totally. that just to see what it's like. Um, is, is this your also you're trying the new character with when it when well, it comes I was out? Gonna say, uh, yeah, it's the same person. I was yeah. going to say also like sins back. So if I play and get decent enough, I might just go with her and we might oh, just yeah. try and That'd like cool. run run the things at at locals. So that would cool. that would be fun. But yeah, that'd be cool. 
Yeah, it was it, but yeah, I was just I just wanted to tell that it was it was yeah, a funny yeah. story about about esports, and I thought it was really cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. Well, you you've managed to escape from their Twitter feed because I've looked through it, and you're not in there. So. Yeah, I did as well. I was like, there's got to be a photo of us somewhere, nope. and I messaged everybody, being like, yeah, we're still not up, and they were like, wait, like they took too many photos. Yeah, They've got like, to be there at some point. Yeah, maybe maybe some other time, maybe Instagram. Um, but as, as we start to wrap up, <laughs> and um, Twitter has again failed to load the Twitter font. Um, because of a bunch of web errors that I can see uh, that continues to to fall apart. Um, I should also mention that we're also on co-host now. I set us up on co-host. Hell yeah! The, the, Are we on Hive yet? Say again? No, I'm still. I'm Are still, we on Hive yet? I'm still apprehensive about Hive. Um, I'm still. I'm still investigating that thing. I don't think it's real, but that's. I'll I'll get back to you on that one. I'm, you don't think Hive is real? I don't think it's. I. I'm confused about Hive. I'll I'll get back to you on that one. Okay, no, that's fair enough. Um, but we are now in co-host. Um, it po- we post really well on co-host. Actually, it looks really nice. Like it takes all of our formatting and it works quite well. Oh, good, um, excellent. Yeah. Um, what else we got? So yeah, the um, Sunday Gold video will be out this week. I just couldn't get it rendered in time for it to go out last week. That's fine. Um, I also the editing took a little bit of time. I tried some new things to get stuff to work better, and once I figured out how it was going, it's it's good. It works um adobe i'm paying insane amounts of money for your products please oh my add god auto ducking to your fucking program god fuck <laughs> jesus christ so mad um, oh my god yeah yeah um so the so, so gold video's out um i want to show off signalis because like i said a lot of that is yeah, aesthetic i, I, I want to see signalis because yeah, so i want to we'll, see if i yeah. we'll, we'll do some of that um i want to see pentiment once you get more into that as well sure yeah. um I've, that's the thing i'm not sure how good of a video right, that okay. is fair enough fair enough because that is literally a game where you walk around and talk to people a lot mm. like it's i okay maybe, maybe as i get further into it there will be like mechanics to show off or whatever yeah. but so far it is just long batches of really well written conversations. Yep. Like that's it. That is <laughs> Um so what else is there? So Dark Tide is out this week. Um yes. the pre launch. The the, I was gonna say are you playing the yeah, pre-launch. I'm, I'm already in the pre-order beta. Okay. That game, I played a bit of it today. Yep. It 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 somehow went in that closed beta to now where it looks better, sounds better, and plays better. Really? Don't know how they did it. Huh. But it it is that thing looks really, really good now. Okay. Like it looks really good. I yeah. should. I, I had some fun with that beta. I should probably just pick it up and and put some time in. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Dark Tides this this week. Um. And then next week, the second. Um. The same day as the Callisto Protocol and Midnight Suns are both out on the second. Oh Christ! Yeah. Okay. I only just realised that myself because I forgot that Midnight Suns got delayed again. But I I thought it was to yeah. the new year. But no, it's the second. Um, and then we're officially in December, um, and I think that's the last. God, Midnight of stuff. Suns is soon. Yeah, oh. right. I I've got to play that and finish God of War and play Pentiment. Yep, that's, oh dude. You should God, see my okay. backlog at the minute is is wild. I need to just start churning through it. I've got this. Yeah. I've got all this Nikkei to play now as well. So I need to. <laughs> yeah, I got all these anime ladies to look at. I've got to collect them all. I got a seven star. Sh- sh- you didn't get that SR chance and. Fuck. Get the lady with the big butt. The which I don't know, one? Which one? I, there's many. Like, I'm oh. assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming. God, I'm assuming there are many. Whichever one pertains to your particular proclivities. Exactly. Is, God. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever dark fantasy you want to play out <laughs> is. 
Um, and then you can also get them in a librarian uniform. GameMangerStar.com oh, is the website where you yeah. can find a lot of his articles and podcasts. Um, oh, we had to, again, we had some fucking podcast shenanigans again that happened. We've moved to our second host in two months because the last Amazing. one collapsed. Yeah. Um, the new one is really stable. Everything's moved over. Everything should be working. As far as I can tell, everything's working from my end. So if there are any problems, check. But all the feeds have updated. Everything seems fine. Fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, youtube.com slash game start, subscribe there, get notified and put new videos up. Uh, we are on Facebook and Twitter and co hosts. If you search game engine start, you'll find us uh, there. Podcast at game start.com is the email address you want to get in touch. And that's us. Stay safe, enjoy whatever you're playing, and we will see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye.